Welcome to the Run Culture Podcast. My name is Dane Verway. I'm an experienced runner and running physiotherapist. I created this podcast not only so I had an excuse to talk running each and every week, something that I love to do, but more importantly, this podcast gives me the opportunity to interview fellow runners, friends and health professionals in a relaxed and easygoing format. This podcast is designed for the everyday runner, so we can all live, learn, grow and enjoy everything there is to running together. I hope you enjoy the show. Welcome back to episode 21 of the Run Culture podcast. Today, it's week six of my two bays diary as I document my training in the lead up to the race. It's only two and a half weeks now until race day. And so things are getting a little bit more real. This week was another good week. So I hope you enjoy listening to how I went. And I also interviewed Jai Edmonds. So I've known of Jai for a couple of years, but uh, he is definitely sort of someone who's going to be hard to beat when it comes to racing on the 12th of January next year in the 56K at Two Bays. He's entered and he is he has a great love of ultra running. Uh, and we talk about his typical training week, his goals for the Two Bays trail run, uh, his role in health promotion where he works full time, his goals for the marathon in 2020. He's a 25 year old. He lives in Mordialic. He runs for Collingwood Harriers. He's got a good future ahead of him in distance running. He's de- certainly got his head switched on. He's um, been coached or mentored by Liam Delaney in the past. He, yeah, uh, I just had a great chat with him. I really enjoyed talking to him and and liked his views on running and just life in general. He definitely, uh, yeah, has some great views in terms of um, his role in health promotion and, um, yeah, speaking up about um, alcohol abuse and, uh, yeah, trying to um, stop the promotion of smoking uh, in today's society. Uh, but it's not just that. It's it's largely talking over um, his running and, and uh, yeah, um, also getting a bit of an insight and just getting to know Jai because uh, he's certainly going to be one who's right up there. Um, and, uh, you know, whether I can keep up with him or whether, um, yeah, whether, uh, yeah, I, I, it'll, I'll, we'll have to wait and see because um, it's going to be a good battle, um, I reckon, between him and me and um, there'll probably be a few others as well when it comes to... Um, yeah, probably the the top end of, of the 56k race, and and um, yeah, we're both striving to go as close as we can to Ash Watson's time uh, from last year. So it was great getting to know Jai, and uh, I hope you guys enjoy the chat as much as I did. Here it is. Welcome back, everyone, to the sixth recording of my documentation of my training towards the two bays trail run we've got two and a half weeks now to go so we're getting pretty close this week i was just coming off a lighter week from last week where i did 130 k's whereas the previous four weeks i'd done 150 k's and more so i was able to get into a fartlek session on saturday in the warby ranges 
So Friday night after work, Jess and I left for Jess's mum's house, Judy, and we stayed in the Warby Ranges for um, the weekend, Saturday and Sunday. And we got got to her place at about 12, so midnight on Friday night after work. So that was a long, long four-hour drive. And anyway, woke up pretty early on Saturday and got going by 8 o'clock in the Warby Ranges, um, which was just a short walk from Jess's mum's place. And I was able to do a half an hour warm-up, so just did 5K slow, uh, which included 100 metres of elevation gain in that warm-up. And then I f- soon found a small trail, and my my goal was to do a fartlek on this trail. And I just picked a five-minute segment that I went up and back on. And the purpose of this session I came up with it after chatting to Campbell Maffett last week and his advice once he got off the call with me was that I need to make sure that I practice some fast running and some um, hitting some trails hard and, and almost at race pace rather than just jogging as I have. And I know why um, he's suggested this because it is a completely different feel like going over rocks at full pace compared to just carefully treading over them. So found this trail that was runnable but hard and it had hills in it and it had everything it had crevices and rocks and um yeah j- just um tested my skills and my technique and I just went for one minute hard one minute easy 15 times over that section so it was 30 minutes 15 hard minutes 15 easy minutes and I sort of I averaged 347s and uh, looking back on it, the hard minutes were about 3.30s per K and the easy minutes were about four minutes per K. Uh, so it was a great session, covered 7.9 Ks in the half an hour and my heart rate was up at 169 beats per minute. So I was working pretty hard and I, and I climbed about 130 metres in that half an hour of running. So I think it was a, a great, great little session that I came up with there and then I um and and, I mean it didn't look very good on Strava you know just rolling around at at that pace for 7k um you know a bit slower than I normally can do on the roads where it's nice and flat and um generous to your pace but to to be honest it it was like a few of the other sessions I've done over the last month where I feel like the the um, benefits are there um, and, and it is a good lesson. Not everything has to look good on Strava. So, yeah, then just did a 5K 30-minute warm down and then it was uh, an enjoyable family Christmas and a lot of spa time and relaxing in the hammock at Judy and John's place uh, just in on their farm at Kilawarra. Then Sunday morning soon rolled over and at 6am I woke up because... Um, I had a had a bit of a deadline to get my three hour or two and a half hour long run done because had to leave by nine o'clock so that we were able to get to the Verway family Christmas in Mornington Park Pavilion by one thirty. So got up at six a.m. and was so stiff and um, sore going up the first few climbs of the run and <laughs> averaged some very slow. K's early on, like 6.53, 6.37. But then I, after the slow start, I soon got going. Um, I thought something might have been wrong with me, but I think it was just so early. I was half asleep 
um, and it was you know running running up those early climbs were were hard, uh, but yeah, once I got going, um, I was pretty happy with the run. I I covered thirty k's uh, at four fifty five per k pace and five hundred and sixty meters of climbing. Um, yeah, two hours and thirty minutes of running, so another good long run. Um, not as far as I have done the last four weeks, but that's um that was um. You know, you can't do all your – you can't always go for magic big sessions. I think it was just another solid 30K run where that will be great for the legs and, and, and definitely a lot of downhill running exposure. Like in that course that I do, I do – I've, I've mentioned it on the podcast before, I do two 14K loops and, and this time compared to last time where the dogs followed me for the whole the whole two loops, um, I made sure they were on on their leashes before the run so they didn't come with me this time but because it's two 14k loops you do this uh, really steep uphill section at the start and then it's downhill for pretty much the whole lap um, until the last uh, 10 minutes where you got another real steep climb back to the start so um, I got some heaps of downhill exposure which uh, I feel like I've really um, needed to work on um, and just have that leg strength and it um, eccentric sort of exposure so that my muscles don't get so or at, they're going to get sore and tired in the race but just um so that um they're they're not as sore and tired as they would be if i didn't do it um so yeah really happy with that run <coughs> then it was um yeah off to the Verway family christmas and it was yeah another great great christmas party so two good christmas parties saturday and sunday Monday soon arrived and it was back to work and I had a big day at Southern Suburbs Physio Centre and saw 13 patients. Then in the afternoon I caught up with Jess Dunsmore from the cool, at the Cool Stores Trail in, in Mount Eliza and we covered 15Ks in the 70 minutes and at 4.37s per K just on, along the little trail there. And as, um, yeah, as, as, as you'll hear in the interview with Jai Edmonds uh, this week, um, yeah, we both agree that you recover really well off these ultra sort of trail training because you, either it's the slower pace that you're running at in those long runs or the softer surfaces. But the, oh, whenever I'm running 4.37s on a Monday, then I'm recovering pretty well. So, yeah, I was really happy with how I felt on Monday. After Monday, it was soon Christmas Eve, Tuesday, and woke up real early, went to Seaford Wetlands and caught up with... Uh, the clan so caught up with Mattress uh, one of my best mates um, and his partner Gemma and then Pete Dutton um, and then um, another boy I'm training um, Damien Clark who actually gave me a Christmas present which um, he didn't need to do but that was um, much appreciated Damien was just coming back he's just still coming back from an injury so he was just jogging Um, and then Pete Mattress and I we both we all did a monofartlek with a 20-minute warm-up and 20-minute warm-down. And Gemma had an 8K fart leg, so she was out there for the longest. Um, Felt great on this session, and uh, you can really get motoring along the Seaford wetlands, which is um, sort of just like 3Ks of bike trail, um, asphalt, um, all bitumen. Um, And then we we soon turn back at the 3K mark and run run back where we came. So 6Ks of... um, bitumen and uh average 315 per k for the whole thing covered about um 6.19 k for the monofartlek so that's pretty good for me anytime i'm over 6k for the monofartlek and uh 
yeah, it was good having some company. So having Pete and Mattress there for the run really spurred me on. It was great getting that leg turnover and averaging that pace um, and still including some shorter sessions um, so that I uh, don't lose lose that um, type of running. Then um, it was a busy day. Jess and I went or after brunch with all those guys, we um, went uh, to prepare for Boxing Day shopping. So Jess and I really wanted a new dining table. So we did a bit of research at um, Early Settler, which is a great uh, furniture shop where we f- we um, planned to get um, a table for Boxing Day um, sales. And then I was hastily – I love doing Christmas cards. Like that's one of um, – something that I'm known for in the family and so I spent the afternoon writing my Christmas cards uh, for my family and I got a bit carried away because I only had 25 minutes before um, Jess and I were off to go with mum to the Germana Carols by Candlelight and then um, Christmas light looking so um, in that 25 minutes, um, I squeezed my 35-minute run. So I um, shortened it to 25 minutes and, and averaged 4.54s. But it was a bit of a disaster kind of run. I just was out the door from home in around um, the local block. And then Remy, um, his collar came loose and he, and he was he was sprinting along the Muradak Highway. Um, and he, he, it was pretty scary. I was off chasing him, shouting, trying to get him to stop. I thought he was going to get hit or run over because he's still a young dog. Um, he's only one and a half. And, but luckily enough, um, the car stopped and I, I quickly grabbed him and put the leash back on. But, yeah, then it was off back home and and uh, quick shower and then off, off to, um, yeah, the Carols by Candlelight and the Christmas lights. But, yeah, just ha- had to do one of those, you know, short short runs where you've just got to fit everything in not everything can be about running and and that's a that's a good lesson for everyone like there's more to life um so um yeah and I had a good afternoon with um Jess and mum and then Wednesday in the morning I woke up um pretty early and did 90 minutes from cool stores where um I ran on Monday with Jess Dunsmore and ran towards Narambi Reserve in Mornington looped back got back by 60 minutes and then went up the Mount Eliza Quarry two times, which I haven't done for 20 years. I used to do it as a junior when I was coached by Nikki Frey and we used to do hill reps up there. So it was a bit of deja vu. Forgot how hard it was. Went really well up the hill and uh, on Strava, um, yeah, was quite high on the leaderboard for how, you know, I just was doing it as a jog. Um, so it was you know, pretty um, encouraged with how I was going uphill, but downhill, I was very surprised at how quick some guys can go. Like I was a good minute behind um, some guys on the descent and it's only a two-minute climb up and then a two-minute downhill. Uh, but, yeah, it was very interesting to see. Some 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 runners are very good with those technical downhill um, descents and obviously very gutsy. So that was interesting um, on Wednesday pretty happy with the run just averaged 501s covered 17.9k and then yeah just got a bit more trail exposure that was the purpose of going into the quarry and then it was um off to the local canadian bay beach with uh jess's brother mike and we relaxed uh 
for the front half of Christmas Day. And then um, once we got to 4pm, it was back over to my mum and dad's and my brothers and their girlfriends um, came over and we uh, relaxed the afternoon uh, with board games and homemade pizza. So it was a great Christmas day and um, a few presents. Then Thursday came along and it was Boxing Day. So I went to Seaford Wetlands again and caught up with Damien Clark, who um, once again just had a jog as he recovers from injury. And I did just my 10-minute warm-up with him and then he kept going for 35 minutes. Then I zoomed off because I had planned another sort of uh, marathon-specific session where... I do a 30K tempo, so it's at what is my desired 80% marathon pace. So if my desired goal marathon pace is 220, um, uh, 3.20 per K, um, and yeah, 2.20 for the marathon, so 3.20 per K, um, uh, which adds up to um, be 200 seconds, um, 80, 80, you add on, um, you know, another 10% and then another 10% so that it's, uh, you know, 20% slower. And, um, yeah, that, that works out to be, uh, three forties and it's just a nice kind of, um, uh, pace that you aren't blowing your doors off. You're going about a medium kind of pace where you you're not redlining it. You're just sort of in that orange, orange zone. If you were to put a color to the kind of feel that the pace feels like the intensity, and um, it's that kind of pace that you feel like you can hold for a long time because it's not your marathon pace and it is only training, but it's that extended sort of threshold pace. And anyway, I, yeah, did quite well. Average 3.39 per K for the 30Ks, um, just up and back along the Seaford wetlands. And uh, yeah, it's pretty much just a 5K circuit all the way around and then you just head back 5K. So did that did three of those 10K loops and, uh, yeah, was out there for one hour, 49 and 27 seconds. And my heart rate was, once again, 169 beats per minute, which is quite low for me. Um, normally when I'm racing, I'm in the 180s. Felt super strong, a lot stronger than when I did it earlier in the prep. I did cover 25Ks at uh, 345s, but I remember my heart rate was about 175, 176 average for the whole thing. So, you know, six six beats uh, per minute lower for the average heart rate, and pretty reliable because I was wearing a heart strap, heart rate strap, uh, for both times, and also my pace was uh, seven seconds per k, six seconds per k quicker, so lower heart rate and quicker pace, and five k's further for the run. So, yeah, the good signs there, and uh, yeah, then um, it was off to the Gasparoni, uh, uh, Jess's. Um, uh, fa- father's uh, uh, side um, Christmas and that was uh, just in a park near Doncaster and um, that that whole afternoon, yeah, we just relaxed in the park uh, and then, yeah, that was pretty much Boxing Day. Um, then I chatted to Jai Edmonds um, and did his uh, interview for this week and had a great chat, got to know him. Uh, I apologise once again for Remy Barking the aim is that I'm going to have a podcast um, next week or the week after where I actually have no Remy, no barking. <laughs> I don't think I've had a, a podcast where Remy hasn't barked yet. So that's the aim. So apologize for that. Um, and got that done and really enjoyed my chat with Jai. He's a great, great 
great guy and I can't wait to, you know, run with him in, in two weeks. It's going to be great um, having someone to push me and, and hopefully I can push him. Then Friday is an easy jog in the morning and um, and then it'll be on to Saturday tomorrow where I do 35 minutes in the morning before work and uh, 60 minutes easy um, after work sometime where we'll, we'll head to Geelong and um, uh, do another Christmas celebration with um, uh, mum's parents and my grandma and grandpa. Um, so that'll be good catching up with, with them because they're, they're in their early 90s and um, in a retirement home, uh, a nursing home up there in Geelong. And, and then the plan is uh, from here uh, to do a long run on Sunday at hopefully Cape Shank and, and hopefully catch up with um, John Merlo who um, actually messaged me on Facebook who's been listening to the podcast. So that was great having someone just randomly message me and he's going to show me that detour that I need to know along the sand in Greens Bush. So it'll be good um, joining up with him for a long run. Planning to probably um, do some sections at race pace but I'll do the first two hours or so with him and and then maybe do 60 to 90 minutes hard I think um, after that Uh, and then pretty much the taper begins because that's two weeks out from race day I'll spend much of next week in Apollo Bay hopefully with my family because they're off on holidays um, for the new year and um, I'll do two light sessions over there and then hopefully I'll be back um, because I do have two days of work next week and hopefully I can have a tilt at the Hastings uh, Park Run record and finally get it and and that'll be a great, great story because that'll be the week before two bays and then it'll be full on taper the week before where I won't do any sessions and I'll just be jogging. So that's the plan. Anyway, that's enough talking from me. Um, um, I hope you enjoy the interview with Jai Edmonds. Oh, I'm good, yeah. Can't complain. Yeah, yeah, nice. Um, yeah, what did you get up today? Did you do a bit of training or...? Yeah, so I um, went out to Listerfield. Oh, yeah, sweet. It's awesome out there, hey? Yeah, it's... um probably become one of my favorite places to run actually um oh it's just it's great just a lot of the variation in the hills and you know there's some short ones some big ones and just you know nice and quiet as well yeah 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 and the kangaroos and um yeah, yeah there were some of them as well <laughs> yeah how far did you get out um so i went for 22 yeah nice yeah because i was actually yeah. um looking up uh just then um that you did the ned kelly chase run uh was it in wangaratta um in october um, yeah so that was um oh, yeah october like late october um how long ago was that probably yeah a couple of months ago um yeah so i did the 50k ultra mm. yeah because i was looking up um that you you actually did a really good um fun me sort of everyday hero page and you sort of went in about raising money for um alcohol research and education and then there was a bit of a blurb on how much you do love running and that you've been doing it since you were 12 and um you just love the simplicity of running and and the longer the run goes the the more you seem to like it oh absolutely um yeah so i was raising money for um it's called fair so it's um the foundation for alcohol research and education um 
something I'm really passionate about. Um, you know, just because, you know, it's it's um, taken a lot of, you know, people, you know, close to me, uh, uh-huh. friends and family. And, um, yeah, I just think that, you know, the industry gets away with a lot, you know, just in terms of their, you know, their advertising. And, um, you know, you only have to go to the, you know, the footy to see all the ads, um, yeah. you know, just aimed at children. Um, I just think it's a, you know, I don't have problem, I don't have a problem with people drinking, you know, you know, responsibly, yep. but, um, yeah, I just think, you know, it's, um, yeah, it just hurt, harms so many people. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, um, it still seems to be just all over the TVs, doesn't it? Oh, it does. Um, and I think, um, because, you know, I actually work in, um, you know, tobacco control in the smoking space, anti-smoking. Yeah. Um, so I think, so I think alcohol is sort of, you know, the next step um, in terms of, in terms of, you know, trying to, you know, um, prevent harm to the community and people. So, yeah. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, just on that blurb, like why I wanted to get onto it was, um, and, and just how you're saying at least a bit, how, you, how much you do enjoy those runs. Um, what got you into running at 12? Uh, so I was in primary school. You know how they have like those uh, inter-school competitions, uh, you know, like district zone and state. Um, I think, you know, when you're, a, when you're a kid, you know, at that age, you know, you're, you're pretty competitive, um, uh-huh. you know, in all the sports you do. Um, so, you know, most of my friends were, you know, running, you know, they're always ahead of me. And, um, I think, um, you know, you're, you, who doesn't want to be known as, you know, the fastest kid in the school? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that got you sort of training, did it? Yeah. Oh, not really the training. I was a bit of a lazy kid, to be honest. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll just rock up to the race and hope for the best. Um, yeah, I didn't really want to go to training. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. But, um, yeah, I always, in, you know, just enjoyed... Um, you know, being competitive and, um, yeah, as I got older, I, you know, became a bit more disciplined and, um, yeah, I, I definitely started to see results as I joined the club. Um, yep. yeah. You grew up in, um, so, was it? Um, oh, my it? family's from, my, yeah, so my dad's from Wellington, like I was born here, but okay. yeah, I just say I'm from Wellington, I'm from yep. Kiwi, yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, I, I grew up, I grew up in like, um, you know, northern suburbs of Melbourne. Uh-huh. Um, so I um, joined Preston Athletics Club. Yep. And I was also doing Little Laughs with Whittlesey. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, yeah, so like grade six. And um, yeah, from then on, you know, as they say, the rest is history. Yeah, yeah. And you've done it. You've done it pretty... You pretty much got right into it now. And um, uh, mm. why... What... what um, uh, made me notice um, your name a little bit more is you, you seem to have moved down this way. Um, you're doing the two bays trail run. You did this um, really good uh, training run on the weekend. Um, and then I saw recently you went to, was it Texas? Um, on the was it 7th of December, you, you were um, aiming to do it. Was it an 80K race? And um, was it you got 63Ks in? And um, yeah, tell us more about I suppose maybe that, that Texas race. Yeah, so um, I was looking at doing a, you know, just a, the, ne- the next step up. So I've done, you know, like plenty of um, 50, 60K runs in training. And, um, you know, the next, like, you know, um, certified distance is a 50 mile at 80K. 
Um, so yeah, I was just been looking for a run around the world, you know, a flat run um, where I'd you know go for a quick time. And you know that that one popped up. Um, you know, all the best ultra trial races seem to be in America. Um, so yeah, I went over there and um, you know I trained you know pretty much the whole year for it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, things did things didn't go like as I planned on the day. But to be honest, I wasn't actually really disappointed. Um, I was actually pretty proud of myself because you know I learned about you know how to actually race ultras properly. Yep. Yeah, you know what you need to do better. Uh, what I need to do better next time. Um, but yeah, I think basically it just came down to fueling, um, uh-huh. not getting enough calories. Um, I think that was the main issue. Sure. Um, yeah, and I think that's probably the biggest reason why people drop out in ultras is you know they can't they, they don't get that right. Yep. Um, it's just yeah, it's, there's just so many ways it can go wrong, and it can be very confusing. You know, with all the information you get. Um, you know, what to consume, when to consume, how much. Um, so yeah, um, I'm still learning to do that. Um, what did you try in Texas that didn't work? So what was your plan? Um, so basically I was just carrying, um, I was carrying water on me. I was carrying like an electrolyte drink. Um, so just, you know, with minerals, sodium, I was carrying some, um, and some gels as well. Yep. Yes. Yeah. So, um, and yeah, they had, um, you know, an aid, aid stations where I'd fill up with water. Um, so yeah, I think next time I'll probably try something different. Yeah. Okay. Like what? Um, probably, probably a sports drink. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Do you reckon um, it was maybe... quantity, like you were, like you just weren't having enough or? Um, yeah, I think. Because I was probably taking a gel every 10Ks. Um, yeah, when I look back, it's probably definitely not enough. Probably should be doing it maybe every 5Ks. I think I was drinking a lot. Um, I had no trouble with that. But yeah, probably just the, the calories, the carbs. Yeah. Yeah, okay. And uh, what pace did you sort of set out um, for that? Like, uh, did you have a bit of a goal in mind? Like, had you look at looked at past results? and uh, or like- Yeah, well, the... Co- Sorry, the, the course record was, um, well, to break the course record, I had to average about 4.21. And I thought that, you know, that that was realistic. Um, yep. Yeah, when I when I decided to stop, you know, I was running about, I averaged about 4.24. Um, okay. After 63 yeah, days. Like it, yeah, like it, it, all, it all escalated pretty quickly, to be honest. Like, yep. I was feeling pretty good, at, you know, just after 50K. But then probably the, yeah, the last 3K, I was starting to plummet. You know, like rapidly. Okay. Um. Yeah. So. And did, did you and did you end up I, in a pretty bad way, or were you okay? Oh, not. I wasn't too bad. I was. was yeah. It's mainly just my legs. Um. Yeah. Like I just knew that if I kept going. Yeah. And like, I think a lot of people in ultras they tend to just you know push their body you know well beyond their limits. Um. Whereas I think you know it's probably a best to better idea to actually you know, to, to think of the long-term because yeah. um, I think, yeah, the, the sooner you pull out, then, you know, obviously um, the recovery time won't be as long. So you uh-huh. can, you know, get prepared for your next race. Um, and I actually wasn't thinking about two days and probably a few days after I thought, oh, I actually did the right thing there because um, yeah. maybe I can just use that 
Yeah, I can actually use that run as a as a training run, you know, then yeah. maybe get ready for two phase now work and have a good yeah. crack, yeah. Well that ends up being a so, real okay. sort of yeah. sorry. Ends up being a real specific kind of training run, doesn't it? Like you pretty much Oh exactly have yeah. distance um at like a, at the race record pace pretty much at, at Ash Watson's um uh yeah. pace, haven't you? Oh, spot on. So um, I think, yeah, in hindsight, it actually worked out well, yeah. And I'm feeling pretty good pretty good now, yeah. It's weird because after the race, like, you know, the next day I felt completely fine. I got out for a run. And so I think I found that with my training runs and the races that I have done, you know, in the ultra distance, like the next day I've recovered fine. So I think it's just just actually, you know, during the race where I just bonk. Yeah. Um, so clearly that's, you know, that's a fueling issue. You know, my legs can cover the distance, you know, really easy. Yep. But yeah, it's just at the time, you know, when you haven't got the fueling right. Yeah, I've actually noticed that. Um, funny you say that, like, um, since doing, like, because I'm training for two bays as well. And, um, mm. like, I've noticed that just these um, longer sort of training runs that I've been doing on the trails, the next day I'm so much better than I normally am, say, if I was training for a road marathon and I was doing a harder long yep. run on the road. Um, yeah, definitely um, yeah. legs aren't as um, battered. And um, yeah, so it has been from yeah. good, good from that perspective. Mm. Um, yeah, I just wanted to get yeah, well, like, what was it? Uh, yeah, you go. Oh no, sorry. Um, I think, um, I, I don't know, this might just be a theory, but yep. you know, cause we're running at slower paces, you know, when we're doing the ultras. So, you know, maybe that doesn't take as much out of us. Um, yeah, true. Who true. knows? Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, I was thinking that too, like, because you're sort of, you know, running 420, 430, 440 pace, and it's not like you're mm. running that mid 330s um, or 320s. Yeah, it's a big difference. Yeah. Um, what was the uh, trail like and the terrain and the elevation like um, in, at Texas compared to, say, the two, two base course? So was it pretty similar or harder or easier? Oh, they could not be any more different. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Yeah, because um, so basically it's in um, it was in like a big national park called Brazos Bend. Yeah. Um, so it's like a it's like a big loop. You do three loops of it, twenty seven k's roughly each, and yeah, it's all on you know um, you know trail similar to the um at two base, but yeah, just just completely flat the whole way. Yep. 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 Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then so. Now, what I wanted to go on to next was, um, I think we can't do an interview with you without um, raising that. In 2017, you actually um, were the Australian Marathon uh, National Champion. Um, so you, you actually did the Sydney, the Blackmore's Sydney Marathon in um, 229 and um, won the race. Um, yeah, hard to believe, but um, yeah, I was the Australian Marathon Champion. <laughs> Um, and yeah, I think, um, uh, it's probably, that would easily have to be, um, yeah, my running highlight to date. Um, you know, you, you just have one of those days where, you know, just everything seems to go right. Yep. Um, yeah. So my goal, well, first of all, I'll probably just go back a bit in 2016. Um, I was aiming for a, you know, a sub, a sub two thirty marathon. Yep. Um, yeah, so I was aiming to do that at Melbourne Marathon, and um, I don't, and people who ran Melbourne Marathon in 2016 will know will know that will remember oh, that so day was just simply, 
yeah, it was simply horrible. It was the worst possible conditions you could get. Um, yeah, so my PB before that was 238. Um, ends up running 237 that day. And yeah, oh, wow. you look at the times then, just not, just yeah, no one ran PBs that day. Um, so I think that definitely um, ignited, you know, the hunger in me to, like, not revenge, but just like to, you know, I really wanted that sub 230 because I knew it was in me that day, but. Yep. You know, but it just got a bit unlucky with the weather. So I had a whole year to train. <clears throat> I thought, um, yeah, I'll do a different marathon. I'll go to Sydney. And, um, yeah, I just had a really good prep. Um, it's probably, the, yeah, easily the best prep I've had in my life. And I often look back at the training I did then and, um, you know, what worked. And, yeah, on the day, the things just went right. You had good weather and, um, you know, I was in good shape. And, yeah, ran... 229 that was the goal so yeah and um yeah to come away with the australian marathon um you know first place was you know just an added perk yeah because um that was going into gold coast 2018 com games and like yeah 229s not wasn't a qualifying time but wasn't there some kind Mm. of um string attached to winning that title like wasn't that um if, if no one else got the qualifier, what, 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 wouldn't you have, um, would that mean you would go or? <laughs> yeah, but, uh, I don't know. I mean, yeah. I, at the time, yeah, wasn't thinking about come off games. That would be pretty funny, I reckon. <laughs> For 229 at the come off games, um, I'd definitely be pinching myself. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Then again, um, Commonwealth Games was pretty hot, so it probably wouldn't have been as enjoyable. Yeah, true, true, yeah. Um, yeah, that was a really um, hot day, like, just seeing Callum Hawkins, um, yeah. yeah, collapse on the bridge there. Yeah, oh, yeah, I think we all remember that. Um, yeah, so... Yeah, and then, um, so you obviously, yeah, did that, and, um, now you're sort of focusing on the ultras or will you still do some marathons like or will you still do some shorter stuff um, and get back on the track um like after two bays what are your goals going forward yeah so i would definitely like to run another road marathon um yeah because i I, and you know my or he's sort of you know he's my mentor and you know he's my coach down at collingwood harriers um liam delaney like He's even said to me, you know, in person, like, oh, I think you can run under 220. Yep. Um, like, yeah, I think that is that, like, who knows down the track, but I think I've definitely got it in me to run, you know, 225, yep. um, you yeah, know, on a really good course. Because, yep. you know, the marathons that I've done, Melbourne and Sydney, you know, um, you know, they're not completely flat, you know, there's some, some hills in there. Uh-huh. Um, so I think if, so I think the logical race would be to go to Gold Coast, um, yeah, people just tell me all the time, you've got to run it, you know, you'll, you know, you slash, you know, this amount of time off your PV. Um, so, yeah, I think after two bays, I'd like to, you know, probably go to Gold Coast in July. That would give me, you know, probably about just under six months, which will be, a, you know, a good prep. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah, that, that, that'll probably be the next goal. Nice. Um, yeah, no, I reckon he's spot on because I was having a bit of a chat to Ash Watson um uh, yeah, last last year's winner of the um, 56k at two bays, and uh, he was saying yeah. that he had a big battle with you at the Great Ocean Road 60k uh, this year, and he said you were bloody tough. Yeah. <laughs> well, 
I, I actually signed. I it's funny because I was going to do the forty four k. Um, I was tossing up whether to do the sixty. And then yeah, the day before I just thought, oh, stuff it. I'll just do it. Um, <laughs> you know, as a because you know I just couldn't help myself. As, and I didn't know if I could actually do it because I knew it was going to be some pretty hilly section. So I just thought, oh yeah, I'll plot along. You know, at four I was running. Um, you know, with like Tom Hall and Riley Shaw for the first five k's at four thirties. Um, yep. Then I thought, oh no, this is too easy. You know, this is boring. So I'm just going to pick it up. Yep. Um, I was probably coming outside the top 10 early on. Um, but yeah, I just picked up the pace a bit. And yeah, by the end of the race, I got it down to, I think, four or eights. Um, and yeah, I managed to finish, managed to finish second. Yep. Um, and yeah, for, I actually did, I spoke to Ash after the race. And um, I think, yeah, he said he went out, you know, like really hard, you know, at like 345s and he was just trying to hold on in the end. Uh-huh. Um, so I think, yeah, like, I think next time, if I did do it, I'd probably, you know, have a good crack, actually race it. Yep. Um, I think that, yeah, that'd make it interesting. Um, yeah, who knows what would have happened. Yeah, and so how old are you now? Um, I'm 25. Oh, so you've got, you got plenty of time, like, in terms of um, acknowledging that marathoners, you know, you know, some of them, like, Sine Diver, are peaking in their 40s. and. Um, oh, yeah, yeah that... A lot, I, I think um, I read an article, I think it was a runner's tribe. Yeah, a lot of marathoners, you know, they're actually peaking later now, you know, like late 30s. And um, they did mention, you know, the marathon world record, you know, a lot of the guys have been, you know, like mid to late 30s when they've broken that. Um, so, yeah, they've, yep. you know, it's just, it's patience and, you know, it takes time to, you know, run a good marathon. Yeah, I, I yeah, totally buy into that. Like, I, I feel like um, with the marathon, um, you almost need, you know, that four or five years under your belt of just building that strength in your legs so that they do, do they don't fall out under you, like in that back end of the race. Um, yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. like I've been um, hopeful that like me doing a few of these trail runs, like it feels like it's really strengthening my legs. So like I'm hopeful of going back um, mm. to do a few road marathons as well um you know next yep. year and, and I, i'm interested to see like how how it does help in the back end of the race um like you look at uh yep. people like um julian spence um uh moose from the inside running podcast or or dean yeah. yeah, yeah, um, but they, they've both done some yeah. trail stuff in the past and and you look at how both those two finish races they've they've got, they're really strong so i think there is something yep. in, like just getting some years under your belt um and uh and even like you doing some of this ultra stuff and trail stuff um surely it's going to complement um you know a return to the marathon as well yeah um because um you know some people do try to you know mix it up a bit they try to um you know it can be hard to do um but there's a guy in america his name's um sage Canada. oh yeah um so he mixes yeah, and he's got this like this motto. It's like um, any surface, any distance. So yep. you know he'll do like a one a hundred mile trail run, and then you know the next month he'll do like a ten k on the road. Um, so yeah, I guess <laughs> I think yeah, two thousand nineteen for me was a bit of that. Like it didn't really have a lot of structure to it. It was just you know popping in and out of races, not really racing, but more just you know like still going hard, but more just like you know just having a bit of fun. Um, but yeah, I think for 2020, I'll probably just like to, you know, actually commit to a race to try and run quick. 
Um, so I think, yeah, hopefully that'll be the plan for Gold Coast. Yep. Yeah, for the first half of the year. Um, yeah. Yeah, nice. No, that's, that's yeah, a great idea. Um, isn't, um, yeah, Sage Canada, he's um, doing Houston Marathon, I think, early this year and trying to get into US Olympic trials, I think. Um, uh, yeah, I think, yeah. He, yeah. Um, he does a lot of racing, he does, like, um, I think he's probably on the decline in the marathon at the moment, unfortunately. Um, yep. Yeah, like, I think he would, ha- he would have to run, like, under 2.19 at least. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I just don't think he's got the speed anymore just because he's been doing the ultras for a while. Yeah, yeah, so he's sort of just started to lean a bit more that way. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. And uh, that's good that you're trying to um, have a year where there's a bit more structure and focus on, on one race. Um, so you, you said before Liam Delaney's um, a bit of a mentor of yours. Does he coach you and structure yep. your training week or is that sort of up to you? Do you coach yourself? or And, and also, what what does a typical training week look like? Yeah, so, um, yeah, I've always been self-coached. Um, yeah, I do my own training. Um, but, yeah, like, you know, Liam's, you know, always just been a, a mentor to me. Um, you know, but we both compete for Collingwood Harriers. Um, yeah, he's a bit older now, but yeah, like probably just a few years ago, you know, he was, um, you know, he was pretty good and, um, you know, he's always been a good runner. Yep. So, um, you know, we, we would often, you know, you know, at the AV races, we would run together and, you know, we would have, you know, really, I still remember some, you know, battles that we had. Um, and we would always end up within, you know, like just a few seconds of each other. And at the end of the race, we would just be spent, you know, that we were that closely matched. So, yeah, he was just, and, you know, with his, with his wisdom, you know, it was so good to to run with him. Um, yeah. But, yeah, you know, I don't, I don't always get it right. Um, so, you know, I've always got him to lean on. Yep. Um, but, yeah, in terms of training, um, I'll probably average around, like, it, depend, it really varies. But, um yeah, usually around 140k a week, a typical week, and I usually max out probably no more than 160. Yep. Um, I notice that once I get to that point, you know, um, probably start to get a, you know, start to get injured. Yeah, um, I'm pretty similar. I don't get yeah. many. Yeah. Like I don't get many injuries, but I just notice that you know just start to get a bit sore and. Or tired. Um, I think I've found. Yeah, I think I've just found my sweet spot. Um, yeah. You know, just little niggles once I start to. Don't get above 160 so i think yeah 150 i think is ideal for me yeah. um and i don't really do i don't really do any double days um i usually keep it to singles so just you know really long runs um but yeah so i'll, I'll go through a week so on mondays i usually and i don't really go for time um i think a lot of people do go for times but i usually go for distance that's yeah. that's just um what i find suits me yeah um, so Monday's usually about 17k, give or take a couple. It's just, just easy running. Yeah. Um, Tuesday I'll go for sort of like a medium paced run. So it's not like it's not slow, but it's not fast. Um, usually about 18 or 19k, and I'll do some like strides after. So maybe six of them of 100 meters. Um, yeah, pretty basic what most people do. Um, Wednesdays, I like, I like to do my session. Yep. So it's usually, and all up, it's usually about 20Ks, including the warm up and the warm down. Um, so I like to mix it up. So I'll do like, you know, some speed reps mixed in with some threshold. 
So for example, I'll do like um, one minute reps, maybe five of them with a one minute float. Um, I'll have a couple minute break, do a say a 4K at tempo threshold pace, have a couple minute break, and then I'll do you know a five five one minute reps again to finish off. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, that's a, that's always a good session. And you know, it just breaks it up, you know, in the middle doing that threshold and. Yep. And um, you're getting that different, yeah. different kind of uh, turnover and pace. Systems. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's definitely like different than your Tuesday run where it's sort of that medium pace and um, yeah, so mm. you're just getting that nice neuromuscular um, stimulus. With, yeah. Yeah. And the cadence, the change in stride. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Thursday I'll do like a recovery one. It's like a, you know, they, we call it the medium long run. Um, so yeah, about it's always above 20 Ks up to about 23, 24. Yeah. Um, and you know, if I'm preparing for a hilly run, you know, I try to, you know, go on the hills. Nice. Um, Friday's, Friday's an easy day, so I'll usually have it off. Or if I do go for a run, it'll be, you know, short, you know, no longer than 10 K. Yep. Um, Saturdays, I've always done my thresholds. So yeah, it depends like, you know, what I'm preparing for, but it's usually around, you know, minimum 8K could, when I'm training for a marathon, you know, be up to, you know, say 17K. Um, and you know, that'll probably be around 320s to 330s, depending on how I'm feeling. Yep. Um, and then, yeah, Sunday's my favorite day of the week, the long run. <laughs> yeah. Nice. So, um, and yeah, so usually about 30K, um, yeah, again, depends on what time of year could go up to 40 plus um especially when i'm you know preparing for an ultra 40 probably no more than 45 um and yeah like i think i try to mix it up every week one week it'll be you know over a hilly course the next week um for, for on a flat course um so yeah and that's that's why i like to do my midweek session on a wednesday because i feel that you know, in the last few years, during a session on a Tuesday, I, I just feel I need that extra day. It just makes yep. a big difference after yeah. doing a long run on the Sunday. Yep. So it's... it's Yeah, so most people... It's two sessions a week um, with... Um, yeah, every day is pretty long, like, because you're running once. Um, yeah. Yeah, that, that's a really good week. But yeah, most people... Yeah, sorry, most people do their sessions on the Tuesday, but... Um, yeah, I do it a little different. Um, yeah, that's the main thing, the only difference is doing my um, session on the Wednesday. Yeah. 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 No. Cool. And no, I like what you're saying with Liam. Like, because uh, I've got a similar sort of. Um, I, I I grew up running a lot with a um, local um, guy down this way, um, Matt Davy, and um, we were we're always very close yeah. in races, and it, it definitely forms that kind of bond. Um, and then we yeah. we also bounce ideas in terms of training off each other, and I think everyone can sort of relate to that. Everyone's got everyone who's keen in running, like has sort of a a, a friend that's pretty close to them that they've done a lot of running with, and um, yeah, they can sort of go, if they're a bit unsure about something because um, running is that kind of sport where you, you know um, it, I suppose it's a sort of sport where you can get sucked into you know, maybe overdoing it and doing too much. Like, it's good to have that person who's mm -hmm. um, uh, a bit third person to it, especially when you're self-coached. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah, with Liam, like, um, he's, like, um, oh, he's, 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 like, early 40s now. So, you know, although he's, you know, much older than me, you know, he's, like, um, 
you know, he likes to call it, you know, the master and the apprentice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, because, um, sort of been you know, like, everything yeah, that you're going through. yeah, he has, yeah, and, um, you know, and he's learned the hard way, um, you know, having, you know, during certain races, you know, he's had good races, he had, he's had bad races, um, and, uh, and he actually said to the, he said to me this one day that, um, like, you know, when he was my age, you know, he was just a bit annoyed that, you know, he had, you know, he was really good. Um, like, he almost broke 30 minutes for 10K. Yep. Um, but, yeah, at, at the age, he didn't have any sponsors. Like, he just said the, the lack of funding for, you know, elite sub, elite athletes, um, you know, just really hurt him. So, he just, he like, he tries to give back to me in that way, you know, that, um, you know, I don't have any, like, like a lot of athletes, you know, we all have to have, hold down, you know, full-time jobs basically to support our running. Um, yeah, there's just no support for us out there. Um, so yeah, he just tries to sort of help me in that way. Nice. Like in, um, in terms of like what, cause he, he does, he's a, is he a chiro, osteo, physio? Um, does he sort of help you out with yeah. training here and there and or like gym programs or stuff like that? Yeah. So he runs his own business. It's called, um, uh, you might be aware of it. It's called Vigor. Yep. So, yeah, he does a bit of everything. Um, so he does like multi sports. Um, yeah, mainly coaching. But yeah, he. I'm pretty sure he has like he employs um like, um therapists and you know um, um chiro physio um and all that. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um yeah, so he's he's given me massages and yep. um and all that. Yeah, and he ha- he conducts like you know group runs uh, every week. So yeah. Yeah, no, it's so good like having people like that keeping people in the sport because um, like I, I know down this way in Frankston, like when I was going through and like, finished year 12, like I used to have this really good junior group that I ran with and um, now none of them except for me run and that that, that, was, that, that group was probably, yeah. you know, 40 plus people. Um, and so yeah. like it, it's good hearing that, you know, some people are, you know, trying to keep people in the sport. Um uh, no, that's, mm. that's awesome to hear. Um, you just mentioned your job just before, um, uh, how you're in the tobacco industry and, uh, oh, we're trying to, um, yeah. no, well, not in I'm the not tobacco working industry, for, but, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, tell us more about that. And trying to stop them. It. Yeah, so, um, so I finished uh, my uni degree in 2017, so I did a... I did a double degree, Bachelor of Arts, Bachelor of Health Science um, at La Trobe Uni. Yep. Um, and then, yeah, so and then I just applied for a graduate program for 2018 and um, I was fortunate enough to, you know, to get a spot um, with the Department of Health and Human Services. Um, so, yeah, I've been there ever since. And um, so, yeah, I'm what they call it, you know, a policy project officer public servant uh-huh. um so yeah, it's a full-time job in the city yep um so yeah in a, you know it, i guess it, it complements you know the running well you know that that structure yep. you know the, the the nine to five you know waking up you know same time every day um getting home same time um so yeah it's, so far it's it's working pretty well and it's also promoting health oh it is um you know, definitely, you know, that, that public health knowledge, um, you know, there's so many different areas that, that it ties in with sport, um, smoking, um, 
obesity, whatever else it may be. Um, and yeah, it's something I've definitely got an interest in. Yeah, no, I like it. And um, and you live in Edifier Way, is it? Uh, Morty Alec. Morty Alec. Yeah. Yeah, nice. What prompted yes. you to move uh, so, um, that way? Yeah, so I was just going to talk about that. Um, yeah, so I've been not living in like, um, you know, Fairfield Reservoir for basically my whole life yep. um, in the family home. Um, yeah, I moved out of home a couple of years, years ago. But then, yeah, I came down to, I just thought, because basically I've got some family down here. Um, my, my brother's down here. so um, And, you know, he's got no one else down here. So I thought, oh, you know, I'll give him a helping hand, be close to him. Um yeah, so he's in um, in Hampton, Brighton East, mm-hmm. and I've also got my nephews in Frankston. So I thought, oh yeah, I'll try to find a spot sort of halfway. And nice. yeah, Morty Alec came up, and um, and yeah, I think also in the northern suburbs, I found that there's probably not much of a running scene up there. Yep. Like um, when I was at Preston, like we actually didn't have a team. So, um, so yeah, that that prompted me to. To go to Collingwood Harry's because um, I already knew some people there, uh-huh. um, and yeah, I'll, I'll always compete for Collingwood Harry's because you know that's um, you know that's my club. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just knew so many people down here, down Bayside Way, just and eastern suburbs. I just thought it'd be good to surround myself, you know, um, have some people to run with. Yep. Um, so yeah, it's yeah, it's going. So I moved down here um, in about May. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's a big change, you know, being in, you know, one side of the city for, you know, your whole life, more than 20 years. Yeah. Um, you had to come in a completely new place. Um, but no, it's worked out well, isn't it? How are you like? Um, and yeah, now my parents, oh yeah, yeah. sorry, I was just going to say, yes. So my parents are actually going to move down here as well. So I think I've had an influence on them. You've inspired them. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. so actually, next month in January, it'll be twenty years they've been in their house, yeah. um, in Reservoir, um, and yeah, so they're actually going to move down to Seaford next, um, in February, which is big. <laughs> yes, I'm just so happy. That's so now we're all here. Yeah, and that's so, so yeah. good for you and the family. Um, um, well, well done on Chase taking the jump, um, and uh, you've obviously um, shown them what a what a a great place it is. <laughs> Oh, it is. Um, yeah, so just some of the places here, um, I think there's more options um, just in terms of, you know, the trails. Um, yeah, so I run along, um, like, you know, during the week I run along the Bay Trail, um, go some, like, yeah, Morty Alec yeah. down to, you know, Carrum, Patterson River. That's a, that's a nice that's a great flat trail. trail. I don't um, think you can get injured on yeah, the trail. Yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, I think, yeah, it'd be pretty hard. Yeah, it's so soft and flat. <laughs> Um, yeah, and yeah. for so long, like you can get a good 20k yeah. of um, flat running out on soft surfaces. Um, yeah, yeah, it's a beautiful, beautiful area. And I just like how it all links up, you know, um, you follow that down to, you know, Patterson River, and then that goes to, you know, the Dandenong Creek, which takes you to Dandenong, and that's a great trail as well. Yeah, all exactly. on trail, you know. Yep. Um, and yeah, I think with my running, I try to stay on, you know, soft surfaces. Um, as much as I can, I try to you know get off the asphalt, the concrete. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, so um, yeah. Um, Brayside Park. Oh yeah, Brayside's good as well. Yeah, that's great as well. Um, yeah. Yeah, you mentioned um, 
that at about 160 k's a week you seem to get a few niggles um have you do you do much uh, maintenance or gym or anything like that to to see if you you can strengthen some of those weak spots or um, have you tried any of that yet or um you, um you know that's another option um that you could um investigate um yeah Oh yeah, so I was. I think I forgot yeah to go into that. Um, when I was talking in my training week. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. Um, even when I was at Preston, you know, as a twelve-year-old, my coach, um, he always stressed the importance of you know doing regular strength and conditioning. You know, um, yep. you know, a few times a week. Nice. Um, and yeah, for yeah, ever since um, you know, I've I've done it, you know, just about every day. Okay. Um, yes. Yeah so, yeah. so I think I used to have. Bit, of, bit more of a structure, you know, I'll do it, say, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, th- you know, three times a week. Whereas now, um, you know, with full-time work, I probably, like, I still get it in, but, you know, I'll probably do it in a different way. I try to just, you know, just embed it, you know, just a little bit every day, like, in the morning and at night. Yeah. Okay. So it sort of just breaks it up. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've probably, like, I, I've always done the same exercises, so... Um, it can get a bit a bit monotonous, so I am definitely looking for some new exercises to do. Yeah. So if there's any ideas. Oh, I can show you some. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, that that that's where like because it's like running. Um, like you you, I mean, and it's, you always want to progress it, I suppose. Like if, if a training program is getting a bit you know easy, then you want to make it a little bit harder, but. Um, I suppose the the hard hard thing there is um, you need to like it's like running as well. You you, you need to do those changes slowly and, and do them at the right time so that you you're not overcooking yourself. Yep. Um, yeah, but no, no, yep. that that's awesome, cool. So yeah, I was just wondering if you did that just when you said that you seem to feel like you've got that yep. upper limit. But I do too, and I, and I think full time work kind of has that sort of effect too because you're stressing yourself. Um, outside of all the running you're doing too and and there's only so much um so much stress the body can handle so i i think like if if there was um you know a bit more recovery and um uh happening and and we weren't we didn't have full-time jobs then that's where you'd get more than that but i i i think um in terms of um i thought you said it really nicely before like sometimes like people always thinking more is better um but you know, this, yeah. most people have a sweet spot, and um, if you do more than that, you actually go worse. Um, so yeah, it's um, mm-hmm. it's it, that was nice. I, I really liked that. That was gold. Um, I suppose I wanted to well, get on to my old coach. Yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry. just yeah. my old coach. He always said he always said to me, um, you know, less is more. Yeah, yeah, especially as a runner, I, I reckon that's a, a great quote because I think a lot of a lot of the people that that are attracted to running generally are those sort of um busy people that don't mind um you know doing a bit of work and and working hard eventually and, and getting a bit um you know mm. obsessed with it so it's kind of a good good um good little quote to remind yourself of yeah um and also i think that it, people tend to get caught up in what other people are doing in their training yep um you know like you know the elite athletes but i think we all have to remember that, you know, we're all so different, you know, in our, in our bodies, our genetic makeup, our lifestyles, that, you know, what works for one person isn't going to work for you, you know? Like, if you yep. compare two runners, like, they could be, you know, they could both run the same times, but 
have completely different training um, structures. Yep. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, like, oh, um, like I've, I've heard a few times, like uh, I suppose over recently when I was in Flagstaff, America, I was chatting to um, this guy that runs for Hocker, Scott Smith, and he was saying how he, his preparation for Chicago Marathon was was not the, the greatest preparation that he's ever had. Like he's definitely done, you know, more PB sessions and more sessions that look better on Strava. Um, but he was still confident. Yeah. And then, you know, a, a week a week later, he did his PB um, in the marathon. And um, yeah. I suppose that, that just shows that, um, you know, just because he's been running for, you know, six to eight years, you've, you've got that lifetime of fitness there as well. Um, and he just seemed confident. He knew what worked for him. It's not like he was stressing that he had to, hit these magic big sessions and um you know every week he seemed really calm and um he sort of knew his body yep yeah um well there's no yeah there's no medals given in training so i think and i've learned that as well um you know not to push so hard in training that come race day you know you're just completely flat so i've definitely learned to you know just pull back the efforts in training so that you know, come race day, I'm, you know, nice and fresh. And then I can just, you know, really, you know, empty the tank. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, because that's the, that's the one that everyone looks back and sees the results on, um, you know, that race. Yeah. Yeah. That, 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 I, I learned the hard way as well. I think it is that you sort of, um, like, I went yeah. through as a junior and, and just thrashed myself every day. Because um, I think when you're yeah. younger, you just think, you know, if you want to go better, you just have to try harder and train harder and... Um, and yeah, you soon no just, pain, no gain. Yeah, that's yeah. it. And then you just end up sick all the time, or you know, you get five colds, yeah. five colds every winter, um, and and un- yeah. underperform every race. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, that's that's great stuff. Um, I just wanted to. I'm worried that I've um, kept you a bit, but um, I just wanted to cover a couple more things. Oh, that's um, all right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now, what are your five k's and ten k times? down to and, and do you have any sort of ambition to to, to go back to them and, and, and lower them? Um, so I think I've been putting them off for a bit. Um, yep. My last time, I, last time I did a 5K on the track was 2015. Oh, jeez. Yes, four years ago. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Um, so I've actually got the same time on the roads as well. It's like 15-15 for both. Yep. Um, and yeah, like, and my coaches said to me as so, well, yeah, like, and I know it, like, I can go under 15 for 5k. Yep. It's just that, you know, like, yeah, I, like, I know I can do it. I've just got to, you know, you know, train specifically for it. Yeah, focus on um, it. Yeah. And yeah, with, yeah, um, with the 10k, it's, it's, yeah, again, the same time on the road and off yeah. um, on the track. So it's, um, I actually did the Steigen in 2016. I ran 31.45. Yeah, nice. Um, and yeah, I did a 10k road race. Uh, sh- what is it? Three Chinmoy last year. Yep. I did a yeah, about a 31.40, 31.45. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, they're, they're some good good times. Um, and then you were mentioning before, oh, you're going to go to Gold Coast um, and stay domestic with Andrew, because that yeah, that is definitely a flatter marathon, but it also gets hot. But have you have you ever thought about you know doing a Berlin or something like that? Because, um, um, you know, that certainly is fast and, and, I, and I'd say it's definitely a lot faster than Gold Coast. I think um, for me, well, for me personally, I think just going overseas, I think it just takes a lot out of you, you know, the flight and that. 
Um, yeah, just trying to adjust, you know, jet lag and um, all those issues. Um, yeah, I'm not too sure. I mean, yeah, I think yeah, down the track I probably will. But for now, you know, if I've got if I've got you know Gold Coast in my own backyard, then you know I'll just do that. Yep. Tick that um, um, yeah, and also probably New Zealand as well is pretty good. You know, they've um, they've got the Christchurch Marathon, which is in a, you know late May, early June. Yep. They've got the Wellington Marathon um, in July. So yeah, no, and they're pretty good flat races as well. They're options. Yep. yep. Yeah, nice. And um, oh, and then I wanted to you know get back to two bays. So last year you did the twenty eight k, and George Headley yep. did it, didn't he? And and you placed second. Like, how did you find that? And and what how how did you how did you find that race? Yeah, well, again, I actually used that as a training run as well. So, um, yep. yeah, so um, yeah, on the Saturday I did a threshold run um, like I usually do, and yeah, I'll just decide. Yeah, I'll do the two bays, the you know, just a Sunday long run. Oh. Um, but um, but yeah, like there's no easy way to run two bays. It's um, yeah, it's a pretty brutal course. Yeah, isn't it? Um, yeah, it's really tough. Um, but yeah, so I was second behind George, who yeah ran a really good race. I think he did um, the second fastest time ever. Um, yep. Yeah, just a phenomenal runner. Phenomenal runner. Um, and yeah, I was pretty happy with my effort as well. I think I was probably a couple minutes back, one fifty one. Yep, that's flying. Um, and yeah, when I look at the results, when I look at the results of past, like a lot of a lot of the winners have run around that one fifty one. It always seems to be that number. Yep. Um, so yeah, I ran with ran with Steve Janine probably the first two thirds of the race. Uh-huh. Um, I was just you know I sort of just playing around with him a bit, yeah. Um, toying with him, but yeah, yeah. I just thought, oh no, this is this is too easy. So the, yep. then yeah, I just decided to run on my own, pick it up, and um, from from memory, it was it wasn't really too hot. It was pretty good conditions for running. Um, but yeah, it was a good day. Yeah, and um. Uh, how, how, like, close you have done it before, like, how, how do you find um, rolling along that, um, that quick pace? Because, you know, what pace is that? That's going to be four flats or just under four minute per K. Like, how are you finding that through, um, you know, um, Greens Bush and along that Hislops Road? And, um, yeah, were you able, like, how are you finding going fast and racing? Because um, it's always different than, you know, in a training run where you, like, I, I've certainly done that the last five weeks, six weeks, just gone for some training runs there and just jogged around there. Um, how did you find racing um, along those trails? Yeah, well, I think with two bays, like, I was just thinking about the other day, there's there's actually no flat sections, I don't think, like, yep. um, from memory, yeah, it's just, it's it's always up or down, yep. you know, um it's just so undulating. It's hard to find a flat section. Um, but yeah, I think you have to make the most, you know, of those sections that, you know, are, you know, sort of downhill flat. I think you just got to hit them hard. Yeah. Cause yeah, the, the uphills are, they can be pretty nasty. Yeah. Yep. Cause, yeah. I just noticed, um, yeah, when I was on a training run along the course the other day, um, Oh, just trying to think of the section. It's just after Hislop's Road, so I'm heading towards, um, you know, Germana, and then um, it's just before McLaren Stand. There's actually a section where I thought, oh, you actually can't run up this. It's you actually have to walk it to power walk it. Oh, it was um, that at the end, I know, as you're heading back, um, that grass section. 
Yeah, it is. Yeah, that, yeah. that's so steep. It is. I, for, for me personally, I probably find that the hardest bit of the race. Um, yeah. Yeah, so... Because yeah. um, you know, it's actually the first time I've actually gone that way because, you know, last year I did the course, you go the other way. towards Cape Shank. Yeah, and you go... When, and, yeah, when you go down that grass hill, you actually almost topple over. You actually have to put the brakes on really hard, otherwise you will fall head first. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah I, I agree. That's, that, that's what's so, so steep. Um, yeah, um, go on. Um, yeah, what was I going to say? Um, but, yeah, then there's the section where, you know, like that... Um, oh, I'm just trying to remember what road it was. can't remember what road it was, but... Um, yeah, you know, you got that really steep section up to Arthur's seat um, towards Germana. Um, yeah, that's pretty tough, that one as well. Oh, um, yeah. Just because the terrain is so... From it's the not smooth. It's, yeah, it's just... Yeah. Yeah, that, that's... It's nuts. just so uneven and... Yep. It's hard. You lose your footing. I think it's even harder when you go down that section. Yeah. Um, you can you can easily fall. So you actually have to walk down it, I reckon, because it's that steep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's... um. Gonna be good fun, like, and I'm wrapped that you're doing it because, um, yeah, hope, hope, I'm hoping to um, go around, um, I don't know, that low four hour mark, hopefully. But yeah. you know, it, you can, it's funny because, like, I'd, I've never really done anything like this, so you can sort of have those goals and, and say those sort of ambitions, but I don't know what's gonna happen on the day. Um, but it'll be good just to have your company yeah. out there as well and um, going hammer and tong with you, and then. Um, there's a few other guys yeah. doing it, and I saw John Dutton's doing it. Um, I think. Yeah, John Dutton. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Is he entered? Yeah, I think yeah. he just entered. Um, yeah, just um, might have been Christmas Eve. Um, so yeah, it'll, and I'm sure there's going to be some other guys. So it'll it'll be great just um, yeah having some mm, company definitely. to try to um, and and that's what's going to be interesting is like just doing doing those trails and going over those routes and the, the rocky sections and the dangerous sections, but but in that kind of situation where you're trying to go fast. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's almost scary, I would have thought. Like, um, you know, from from the top of Arthur's Seat down to Germana, that section is quite um, rocky with those steep steps. And, uh, mm. yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and I just think like, oh, like how did how did Ash Watson go with that pace he did? Um, yeah, for like four twenties, four not ten. So yeah, if if we, if someone were to break the course record, you'd have to go four nineteen, four twenty, which is um yeah pretty scary. Like I think it's doable, but yep. you know you'd have to have a pretty good day, I reckon. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like it'd be weather dependent and um yeah just yeah. just depending hoping you're having one of those days um but yeah no it, it's it's going to be yeah really good fun like what are you going to do drink wise and um shoe wise and uh um yeah have you thought about anything um that you're going to do in terms of preparation for the race in that perspective yeah so i've got my uh, my shoes sorted um yeah. i got my I've got the, what are they called, babe? Let's look, have a look at them now. Yep. Um, oh, just a mouthful of a name. The Hoka Challenger ATR5. Oh, yeah. Um, nice. Yeah, so I've had, I've been training in them, and, yeah, they're a very good shoe. Um, I recommend them. So, yeah, and I'll be racing in them. Yep. Um, 
in terms of my drinks, I'm not too sure what I'm going to do at this stage. I'm not 100% if I want to wear a hydration pack. Did you um, wear that in? Um, yeah. Oh, I didn't, no. I just, you know, carried the bottle um, and I had a pocket for my gels. And, yeah, they had the aid stations. Um, so, yeah, I think they, they're going to have, what, two aid stations um, on the course at one of their road crossings. So, yep. Um, yeah, hopefully that'll help not carrying so much. But, yeah, I think just carrying a drink bottle um, and then, yeah, maybe carry a gel as well, yeah, um, yeah to reduce the weight. Yeah, 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 that's that's what I've sort of – I'm not sure what to do. Like, I was probably leaning towards carrying the camel pack and um, uh, so then I could just have, have it on me, you know, when I wanted. But, um, yeah, it's it's funny. I suppose that's, that's, a, that's exactly – what we were saying before in terms of training, like everyone's going to be different and, and what, what makes you feel more confident or, or comfortable um, with it all, like everyone's going to be different. Um, but yeah, like, yeah, you know, I wasn't sure what to do there. Like in terms of, if it's going to be really hot, then it probably is probably good to, to not have that camel back on your, on your back. Um, uh, and, and then just, yeah. when you say like with the drinks, like can you just re, do you, do you stop and refill there or, do you just grab another drink? Well, I think um, I think we actually have to, you know, it's in the rules. We have to be carrying, you know, what is it, at least 500 mils on us? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, I mean, for me, that's probably, that's that's a bit heavy. I mean, I mean, I like to carry, um, you know, those pop tops, the 250 mils, they're pretty good. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty used to them in the marathons, like, yeah. Yeah, maybe I could... I mean, if, if it's 500 mils, maybe I could just carry two of them, yeah. you know, one in each hand. <laughs> but I don't know, maybe, that's, maybe it has to be in the one bottle. Um, and I think what we have to carry, like, um, something for if we get bit by a snake. Yeah, yeah, snake, um, snake what, bandage. Yeah. And do we have to have our phones yeah, as well? Yeah, I think we have to. Um, yeah. Apparently, I, I didn't carry it last year. Um, yeah, okay. But... Um, because we do have the maps, you know, on our bibs if we get lost. Yep. Um, yeah, it's, some people might get lost. Like, yep. you know, I think, but yeah, I think you, you do find yourself on course, back on the course. It's pretty easy. Yeah. Yeah, no, the, no. Like, there's probably sign. Yeah, yeah, that little blue um, wren. Um, and, um, no, all right, we'll be fine. We'll be fine. Yeah, and again, like if you've got someone running around you, like that can help as well. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just help each other out. Just as long as, just as, long as one of us, or if we, if we both don't know the way, then I think we're in trouble then. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> well, I actually had, um, the only bit that I don't really know is the Sandy Detour. And I just had a really good message from someone who's been, uh, like John, um, I, I, I only looked at the message before, um, so don't uh, apologise for not getting his last name, but he um, lives in Mount Martha, and he said he, he might be able to help me um, on Sunday um, or over the over the course of the next week, like just showing me the way. So if if I can nail yeah. that then um, and, and get that then, and that's early in the run, so um, yeah, like that. I think that's the bit that I was a bit worried that we'll get we'll go go um, wrong, but um, the rest of it, I, I think yeah. um, you, you pretty much practice most of it really. Um, the other day, yeah, like I am, I am, a, I'm pretty nervous about it because you know, like, just I'm not a hundred percent, you know, 
certain that I'll go the right way. Um, and I think um, more so because, like, if you want to break the course record, then, you know, you, you, you don't want to be taking any wrong turns because, you know, it could come down to seconds. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And, I mean, I, I did a, um, this trail race the other day, a couple of weeks back um, in Ballarat, uh, oh, just out of Ballarat, um, the Gold Rush. Um, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. and uh, at one point, I would have been about 20K in. I thought I was going the wrong way. And so for a K, I was just running really hard up a hill. And I thought, you know what, I could be, like, um, running a K really hard in the wrong direction here. And I was getting really tired. I was actually getting pretty tired. And I was actually starting to yeah. think, well, maybe I should slow down just for – almost survival safe because if i'm if i'm lost yeah. and i'm getting worn out and tired then that's not too safe um but now we'll be yeah. fine it's not it's not like it's um the amazon um so yeah, yeah. but yeah I, I know what you mean in terms of um, um yeah really going for it in terms of a time uh, but yeah that, yeah because yeah it would be good to see someone you know just have that because no one's done it before, you know, that 359, yeah. you know, in the... Breaking yeah. four. <laughs> yeah, oh, the breaking four project, yeah. Yeah, exactly. No, I, 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 like, mm. I like the ring of it, um, and, and it is certainly an exciting challenge. Um, um, oh, absolutely, yeah, it's challenging for sure, yeah. But I think it's at the same time, it's still realistic, you know? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Um, look, mate, I'll, I'll let you go because... Um, you know, that's near on an hour now and uh, I really appreciate that, um, yeah, you're so willing to have a chat and, um, yeah, pretty excited about um, what we've got coming up in, you know, two weeks' time. Um, it's going to be fun out there with you. Um, uh, yeah. Joe, was there anything else that, um, yeah, you thought would be good to add or, or mention or, um, yeah? Uh, I was just going to say that um, I think, yeah, like, you know, the beauty of us all signing up for this race, you know, um, I think it's, you know, it's uncharted territory, you know, um, you know, like, you know, I've done, you know, ultra runs before, but I think, you know, for people like yourself, um, yep. you know, who have been, you know, really good on the roads, you know, like with your marathons and that, yep. um, you know, I think it's, a, it can be nerve wracking, but at the same time, we don't know what's going to happen. That's it. You know, any, like anything can happen. Like, you yep. know, we have to expect the unexpected. Yep. Um, and, and, and make it a challenge, um, make it something that, you know, ma you know, makes you excited to think about it, um, you're, you're passionate about it, um, but yeah, you, at, like it's realistic, you think you can do it, but then you're not sure, like that, that's a perfect goal. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, well, I've learned that, um, if you don't set like high ambitions, then, you know, you're probably not challenging yourself enough. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so... No, that's cool. Mm. Like, I, I like that. That That's a really good, um, good, uh, yeah, view on life um, uh, to, to, to finish with. And, uh, Jai, um, yeah, thanks so much for your time. Uh, yeah, it's been great. Uh, if anyone wanted to, you know, reach out to you, um, uh, where's, where's best to, um, you know, contact you on the socials? Um, yeah, so I'm on Strava, Jai Edmonds, um, yeah, you know, I upload all my runs every day religiously. Um, I use Instagram a little bit. Um, so if you want, you can follow me on that, um, Jai underscore Edmonds. Yep. Um, yeah. Cool. Awesome, mate. Well, I'll, um, see you soon. Um, you know, whether we, you know, work out a, a training run together in the next couple of weeks or, you know, maybe even just on the, on the day, um, um, 
yeah, well, uh, yeah, it's been great getting to know you um, on the podcast. All right, thanks, Dan. It's an honour. Thanks so much. No worries, mate. Okay, I'll see you later. Thanks, Dan. Good night. See ya. A quick plug just to finish. I'm actually a running physiotherapist by trade. So I've been a physiotherapist since 2009. So a good 10 years now. I work from Southern Suburbs Physio Centre in Parkdale three days a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And then I also work from home in Frankston on Tuesdays and Thursdays. So if you want to book in with me at Southern Suburbs, just go onto the Southern Suburbs website online or call 95842000. And if you want to book with me on at home in Frankston, then just go to my website and you can book online. Uh, a bit about my experience as a running physiotherapist, I've gone on the last six years of World Cross Country Teams. So that's a event that's on every two years. So I've done the last three versions of that um, as the physiotherapist for the Australian team at the World Cross Country. So the, last year I went to Denmark, I've been to Uganda and I've been to China with that team. I've also been to Flagstaff three times in 2015, 16 and 19 as a physiotherapist for um, a, a distance running camp funded by AFS Australia. Last year, it was mainly consisted of the Paralympic distance team that were training for the Doha World Championships. So I've had a lot of experience with elite runners and through my experience at the clinic, I have, my caseload now is about 60% runners. So I've either seen most running injuries or had most running injuries myself. And so I, I now am quite a competent running physiotherapist and I back myself in terms of, you know, most injuries and, and knowing what to do and, and diagnosing and, and uh, yeah, so if you've got any running pains or troubles that are really getting you down, then don't feel afraid to give me a call. All right, that's enough from me. See you guys.